But then over the winter months, I was like, oh, this is an edge, this car. It does everything. We've got three dogs as well, so you mm. chuck everything in the two kids, three dogs, chuck it all in the car. It's just, yeah. it's a ledge. It's funny, though, because now that you've like, retired, yeah, and we're going to get into this properly, now, now that you've retired, stuff you look at your cars and think... Hut one. <laughs> the thing is, everything changes. Yeah, everything changes. You know, even when you have kids, your your perception of life and what you need, mm. and like obviously you want nice clothes, you want this, you want that. But hundred percent, you're like, like where I am, I'm like, I don't need a big car. I can't park it anywhere. Yeah. You know, it is this little car is so good for the school run. Mm. It's so good for parking in and around. It's just, it's just ledge. I hardly drive the big car. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Comfortable? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm good. Uh, um, where are we? Yeah, guys. Counterattack Podcast with myself, Daps. Keep liking, subscribing, sharing, all of that good stuff. Taking a couple of weeks off, but we're back with um, another one. We're back with a player who has really got the games in over the years, and I'm, I'm happy to have him here. I only met him... When, when was it? A couple months ago now. A couple months, yeah. Yeah, it's the first time in, in, in person that we're properly meeting. But um, great career he's had, you know, played at the highest level, represented England. Bloody hell. And um, we're just going to have a little chat. And um, yeah, guys, we've got Matt Jarvis here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank How you, you for having me in. Can yeah. I be Matthew? Matthew, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I think it's only my mum that's ever called me Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to call you Matthew, man. But yeah, but how you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, mm. Yeah, sort of, you know, being finished playing football, it's that, it's that sort of transition period of of uh, of playing week in, week out to, to being at home, not really, you know, away, missing that sort of Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Going, walking out onto the pitch, that atmosphere, everything. But at the same time, just being at home, not mm. traveling. I've got two kids now. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice. It is nice. Do you do you look? Oh well, you had lockdown. To be fair, yeah, I'm I mean gonna say because being being at home a lot now. Do you find that you have to fill your days up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Lo- lockdown was. Going from not really being at home that often mm. because I was I was up in Norwich. My wife and my son at the time were back down south. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, going transitioning from that mm. to then being at home, like yeah. every minute of every day in lockdown was was a transition. And we we had um, my daughter two weeks. Oh, sorry, a week before lockdown. Oh, wow. So it was like, you know, this huge change. Um, so that that was sort of interesting, but I still had football, so I was still able to go out and train and play. So that was yeah. not in the obviously the first one, but I was still able to go out and you know I, I need that break, I need mm. that go and go in the gym, go mm. for a run, do whatever it is, just to make, if my missus looks at me and she's like, just go in the gym, like you're starting to, yeah. you know, you're getting angry with the kids, so I do, you're getting really frustrated, like just go, just go in the gym, like yeah. just, and that's my sort of. It's, it's crazy though because it, it, it took for a lot of players especially took lockdown to actually realise that I've not had a break. 100%. Yeah, not, I mean, not had a break. Since, since obviously just retiring like that was my first Christmas off in like mm. probably 19, 20 years. Crazy. You know? Crazy. And it was ridiculous. Mm. You know, apart from obviously lockdown like yeah. it was 
it's the first time I've been at home like, and spent the whole Christmas at home. Mm. It was crazy. Do you still have that thing about you? Obviously, you know, you still want to stay fit. I see you on, yeah. your, on your Peloton. <laughs> it is a Peloton, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I see you on your Peloton <laughs> racking up the, the kilometres and everything. But do you still have that thing in you to, oh, I can't eat so much. I can't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't get me wrong. I do. I let myself go a little bit every now and again. Mm. But, yeah, I go through stages, of course, like I, like over Christmas, you just, you know, because for so many years, I've been so good, you know, people are like, just, should we just go out, you know, have, have a beer, and I'm mm. like, I'm like, oh, no, like, I'll come out, but I won't have a beer, yeah. and then, oh, we'll meet up, we'll have a beer, yeah, yeah. and then I'm, now I'm like, do you know what, I'll take you up on that, yeah, yeah. let's go, I'll, I'll, yeah, and I'll go and have a beer, and then, mm. oh, do you want to do this, grab some food, yeah, no problem, I'll do that, yeah. so I sort of find myself thinking, I've missed, I've sort of not missed out, but. I haven't done that for so many years mm. that I'm like, yeah, I'll do it yeah. just because I can. And, you know, and I don't have to worry about it. It's funny because I had um, Bradley Wright Phillips on, who's just recently retired, actually. I had him on and, and he, was saying the, he was saying the same thing in regards to now that he's not in football anymore, he's, he's allowed to just go out and just do this and go out and do that. And he realised that he's missed a whole lot of it. Yeah, And we were talking off... Um, off camera about Stephen, um, is that his name? His name is Stephen, the, the CEO guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. And like the discipline and stuff like that. But like, speak on the discipline that you've had to have throughout the year. I mean, throughout all the years. And do you think, yeah, you'd be able, you would have been able to play at the highest level for that long without maintaining maintaining that dis- discipline throughout? Not, no, not at all. Mm. I can look back with. No regrets on my career because I know that I put absolutely everything into it. Yeah, there's no way I couldn't go. Oh, if I just tried that little bit, or if I didn't go out, or if I didn't, mm. there's nothing I can say to myself that you know what, apart from maybe going into a tackle that started my injuries, there's nothing yeah. that because I don't tackle, so that was a big mistake <laughs> on my part. But apart from that, there's, there's nothing that I would turn around and go, I could have done more, I could if I'd only if I'd just done this. Mm. No, not at all. Like, yeah. I like you say, you, you miss. You miss out on loads of things. I missed out on birthdays, weddings, mm. you know, all of these events that that you would love to go to. Mm. Um, but I, I didn't because I had a game or I was training or I, I didn't want, to, you know, I couldn't sort of fit it in mm. because I, I was so dedicated to to improving or playing or, or whatever it was. Like I, I just, I didn't do it. Yeah. And even like, uh, to, be, to be fair, um, at West Ham when I was there, um, there was games where I'd pl- booked stuff in London, you know, with my just going for a meal with my mates, or my missus, yeah. or something like that, and we'd we'd have a bad result, and I'd be like, "No, I'm not doing it," mm. and I cancel it, and I go home, and I and I look at it, and I think, "Why did I do that?" Yeah, but it was just I didn't want to put myself in them positions where I was like, even though it was all right, like why could I not go out? But mm. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want. I didn't think it was right at the mm. time, and I do look back and think maybe I should have just done it, and doesn't you know it doesn't matter that. I, but I was so dedicated to just being. Yeah. Right in football mm. terms, that that but was a hindrance. Don't you maybe. think though? Yeah, because I'm okay. So one of my favorite pundits is working because I love how old school he is. Yeah, and like growing up playing football, there was so the discipline you talk about, and even not going to um, meals and stuff like that. That's very normal. I, I I think I think that's and it's only now that you know they pull you up on stuff like that and say oh it's not the same or whatever but I don't think you did anything wrong 
And I think for you to, because I never ever played at the level that you've played at, but I know even at the level that I've played, I was still doing those things. And I just think it speaks to like the sort of player and how much you want it to to do that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I can but, but now but now that things things have changed now. And have it's you noticed world. even towards the back end of your career, did you notice the mentality in regards to people's approach to football and stuff like that change? Um I think it's definitely changed. Like I've been through the whole thing. When I first mm. started at Gillingham, like I had a really experienced change room when I when I was seventeen, eighteen. And that was like old school. Yeah. Like, so it was drilled into me from mm. day one, like the the commitment, the work ethic, the, yeah. the don't mess around, like, you know, that change room mentality. The, the, it means something to mm. everyone. Like if, you know, sometimes it was like, if you didn't get a point or you didn't win the game, mortgages were on the line. Exactly. You know, it was that, exactly. it was that mm. sort of thing. So mm. your mentality of being like a young player, just, oh, this is amazing. Like, this is just great to be mm. out there. Soon changed to, you better pull your weight and you, you need to do well and you, mm. your team needs to win. You know, it's, it's, it's very important. Yeah. Um, and it's still the same now, but it's totally different in like change rooms, the environment, mm. the, the way, the way uh, the technology's changed, the training methods have changed and it's sort of gone a completely different way. But everyone, like if you look at players now, they're fitter, stronger, you know, they, they, everything's just sort of developed, which is great for football, but I was able to sort of go through that whole transition with it and sort mm. of adapt, yeah. uh, which was which was great. But the social media side of things has, has really, really mm. been the biggest difference. Yeah. I think in regards to... How do I never get this conversation? I think in regards to you and how you managed to navigate your way around, I think that's because... I think you caught the beginning of wingers really like coming into it because there was always wingers do you know what I mean but when you look at football now it's almost like wingers are more important than than, than, than the actual strikers do you get what I'm saying and yeah but they're different types of wingers they're all like yeah, inverted they're all wingers they're exactly. all like this inside whereas I was the complete mm. you know the, the throwback of a you know yeah, feet Damn feet it. on the yeah. touchline, you know, mm. get uh, chalk in your boots and mm. that was it. Stay wide, get the ball, put crosses in. That mm. was like your old school winger. Yeah, that right-footed players on the right wing, left-footed yeah. players on, on the left. But uh, to be fair, that's that's ultimately how I, I, you know, obviously I played on the right when I was a kid. Mm. But then Gillingham, where I, where I started, Paul Shaw was the experience. Like, oh, yeah, he, but they played sort of like a four... Four in the middle, but mm. Paul Shaw played on the left and he used to always just float in behind the strikers and okay. then they had like the three sort of central middle mm. uh, midfielders used to come in. And that's how I got into the team, playing in that left side. But it, mm. for me, they, they then just stayed as a four yeah. rather than me floating in. So I okay. sort of progressed as a the left winger but was right footed. Mm. And then I just adapted my game to... It was always like cutting in, shooting and cutting in, crossing. Mm. And then I had to obviously then progress on my left foot to be yeah. able to go down and put left foot crosses in but that's that's how I got into it and then it was your old school wide players mm. taking people on put crosses in yeah and I was lucky at Wolves that that was Mick McCarthy's whole mentality oh, it was 4-4-2 four, four, get it wide he, get crosses in we had two centre forwards we're just it. going score goals it was just mm. we had that in, especially in the championship, the, the season we won, like got promoted and won the league, we had Sylvani Banks Blake, we had Chris Wellamo, we about had to say Chris, got Andy Keogh. Mm. Yeah, at the time, yeah. it was just 
it was just it was yeah it was it was an enjoyable game because mm. even if we went a goal behind two goals behind, we knew we were going to score because mm. it was just that me and kites on the wing get it wide put crossing score goals we were going to win four oh, three Michael it was just Kitely, what a yeah. flipping player man <laughs> you know i used to football manager i used to I always used to ban yeah because i always used to start at a lesser team i didn't used to so you didn't go the old school, get yeah, like, no, no, sign no, yourself no, 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 and no, no, no. there we go, work no, your way start up. Start with lesson team <laughs> and Michael Kitely was was yeah. was the one. After Wolves, where did he go? Stoke. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. Do you still keep in touch with like all yeah. of your old um, Yeah. I, the thing is, is I got told when I was like at Jill's when you first got you only really speak to like one or two players as you mm. you keep in touch with. Because it is, you get thrown from one like twenty five like yeah. teammates and then you get thrown from that straight into another squad that's 25 mm. and you it's hard to sort of but I've never ex, I've never really experienced like that 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 right. team I still speak to loads of Jules players mm. Wolves that Wolves squad when we got that was it was so tight and that's we that's still speak good. to loads of players there um, and the same as West Ham like yeah. even like I say this even Norwich like, I still speak to the boys now mm. um, and even at, at Woking so it's like I've, I've found that, it's, don't get me wrong, it's hard. You can't speak to everyone. But mm. you always pop up and still speak yeah. to everyone. And especially, like, uh, I still speak to uh, Mick McCarthy and Terry mm. Connor and, and Tony Daly. You yeah. had a massive part of me as well. Do you miss it? Yeah, of course I miss it. Is there is there ever a time where you thought, do you know what? I could just give it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I still do, yeah. Like, because my son's so into it now. He's five. He... He's 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 sort of worse than me. Every morning he comes like burst into room and he's like, "Daddy, what was the score last night?" And that's the first thing I'm like, "Whoa!" You know, like, I've not even opened my eyes yet. Yeah. But he's so passionate. I just think, "Oh, I'd love to still be playing," and he'll be able to come and watch. He's and yeah, he, oh, he's a City fan because oh. because they won the league last year. You know, it's like time for that to change. Yeah, but he. So I do sort of think, "Oh, I'd love to." I'd love to still be playing so we could come and watch and do all that. But at the same time, I go outside with him and I'm playing for an hour and then I come in and I'm like, there's a few times I've gone, Leo, I've got to come in. I've hurt my ankle or, <laughs> or like I've done my knee or something. I think, no, nah, yeah. yeah, you know what? The time was right. When, your body, was right. when your body starts to, to break down, and I think after this, I think I'm going to play for one more year after this. But yeah. I'm, I've got my Achilles is hurting right now. I've had... About four or five months ago, I had plantar fasciitis. Yeah, fasciitis, yeah. And I'm still feeling the effects from that. Like, if I, you hear that? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's mate, it's... Don't, it, you should see me walk up and down the stairs sometimes. Oh, <laughs> mate. Or if, I'm, if I have to change direction. And, yeah. But it's, it's funny because when we talk about injuries, you said something I, d- I didn't know. Was there actually one injury that literally just set everything? Um. Yeah, to, to a degree. Um... Yeah, I mean, like I said to you before, I don't. I'm, I was never really known for my tackling, so mm. I don't know why I went in for the challenge anyway. But it was uh, it was a fifty fifty block tackle with Yaya Toure when I was oh, in Norwich. Fitter, yeah, cheers, I mean, mate. pick pick your moments cheers, to make mate. a tackle. Um, <laughs> but he slid in, and I've just stood up and tried to block tackle him, and he he broke me like it just like I done my knee straight away. But I bounced the ball, bounced, and I bounced up and went into a tackle with Sanya. You know, and you're oh. just like. It's so silly. Like, why? Why would you do that? And then, and then, obviously, I'll, it was because I, I was sort of still new at Norwich, so I was, I was so pumped up mm. and adrenaline. I was playing really well. Mm. I started so well at Norwich, so I was like, "No, nah, I'm all right." Like, and the physio was looking at me like, and I was like, "Nah, no, nah, I'm all right." I mean, I was like, "Nah." Like, I, I remember sprinting forward to try and score, and then to turn and then come back, and I was mm. like, "Oh no!" Like, no, nah, definitely. Your, was that your first stint at Norwich or second? 
No, like that was when I was on loan. Yeah, uh, first, okay. yeah, yeah, first on loan, and that Ooh. was it. Like I'd, I'd, I'd done my medial. Um, the thing was that with that, it was it was just the start of of everything because I'd done my me done my knee, had my medial. It was the deep fiber MCL tissues, and and it was like right, fine. So I did all my rehab. I got back playing in about I don't know nine weeks, something like Ooh. that. Uh, but it was never right. I was still sore the whole time, and I played for the whole rest of the season. And I was like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't kick the ball with my right foot. It was mm. so sore. And then in the end, I just sort of said to them, this was pre-season, I was like, look, I, I literally can't do it anymore. Mm. And they were like, right, okay. So they went under the knife. And then I, I remember waking up from it and they were like, uh, yeah, it wasn't really attached like properly. So that's sort of why. So then yeah. I had surgery. So I was out for three months or something. And I come back and my first training session, I was buzzing to be back. Mm. You know, and I, I went for a shot and I got smashed in my ankle and I'd done my my ankle and again I was so pleased to be back I was like nah it's alright I'll just mm. carry on I carry on and then I had scan it was like oh, I was just a bit of information I was like fine got through to the international break had a jab and then I was like uh, nah it's not really done anything got through mm. to the next international break jab and then in the end of it I was I, ju- I could sprint but I couldn't stop Yeah, and I was like Again, I was like, I literally, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Mm. And then I went under the knife there just for exploratory, just to see what was in. And they, if you can imagine like the cartilage that's sort of it's gone. like, it's like on, on top of each other. Mm. When they went in and touched it, it all fell off. Oh. So like on a scan, it looks like it's all fine. Yeah. But as soon as you touch it, it all just fell off. That's why I could do most things. But then if I did something, the cartilage would move and I'd mm. jump back. So it was like bone on bone. So I had to have like what's oh. called a microfracture on my ankle. And mm. like I woke up from that, like I was supposed to be out for about four weeks. I was out like, in the end. It was about nine and a half months. And in that point in time was when like the surgeons were like, "Look, that's that's the best we can do." Yeah. So like, you know, if you if you can't get through this, you're gonna have to retire. And that's like where mentally I was like, "Hell no, am I gonna retire? No one's telling me I'm stopping. Yeah. I'm gonna go out go out on my own, sort of on my own time." But it was a ridiculously difficult time because then I was coming back from that and then I picked up IT band friction syndrome which mm. is if you've if anyone's had it is so sore like it feels like someone's got a dagger in your in your leg every time you run it was so sore so I had surgery on that and then I you know through the grind I got myself back um and I just wanted to play mm. I was just I, w- I would desperate I would love to have played carried on playing at Norwich um at the time they were flying in the championship and manager was great with me wanted me to stay and, and play but and I would have loved to have played in that system because I think I would have been perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. for it but he was like look as a manager I want you to stay but as a person I think you know you've worked too hard to just not play I think you should go and play and, and that's what I wanted to and, and that's and ultimately I overcoming all of that and you know I had many many bad days up in Norwich on my own because my wife and son I missed yeah. out on my son growing up and all of that to mm. To mentally for me to, to get myself fit it's all I all I wanted to do was play so yeah. that's what I wanted to do and I got myself fit and it was a difficult period yeah but I got myself fit and that first moment that I got myself back I played I went on loan to Walsall and my first game we played Bolton away in the cup and after about 10 minutes I got the ball I shifted it and I whipped a ball in and someone scored and I was like oh do you know like that feeling of mm. like I'm back. Yeah. You know, that was just so, like massively. It was like all of that hard work has paid off. Like, mm. It was just awesome. Um, so that that was, it was nice. And then I was like, do you know what? 
you know, my contract in Norwich was up and I and um I, w- I went and played locally at, at Woking because I, I loved I loved the game. I loved the play. It was, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Was Wingy still there? Martin uh, Taylor. Yeah, well, um Dallas has, has just uh, just been sacked and Martin's left, so oh. so it's just just happened. But yeah, it was. Uh, that's what I mean. It was such mm. a strange. I had a call because I was doing a lot of media at the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I had a call from a number I didn't know, and I answered. And he was like, "Oh, man, it's Martin Tyler," and mm. I was like, "Yep, I know. I recognise the. Uh, I recognise the voice." And he was like, "Look, I didn't know if you know, but I'm I'm the assistant manager at Woking." Um, and I was like, "What?" I thought he was calling me up to get me on Sky. And he was like, "Oh, you should come down. I know you're local. Do it." And I was like, "I just couldn't believe it." Mm. But in the end, it was it was perfect for me. Um, great club, great set of lads, and um, I just wanted to carry on playing, and that and that's what it was. Yeah. And then before we wrap up on your on your little retirement segment, um, at what point did you know I'm I'm finished? Do you know what I think? The 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 thing that's helped me in a weird sense, is the pandemic because I was full-time at Norwich, mm. flying, like, you know, in every, like, seven, yeah, pretty much six, seven days a week, mm. do it full-time. And if I would have gone from that to nothing, yeah. I think it would have been really difficult. Okay. But because I've gone from that to went part-time at Woking, then the mm. pandemic, then yeah. part-time again, mm. and then I got furloughed at the end of it. Yeah. So it was sort of like a little sort of stepping stone down. That's and then I was like... Contrast. Yeah, it was. Furlough. It was. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just the way it was. Yeah. Um, but that sort of helped me come to mm. terms with it, and then I was like, "Do you know what? This is the perfect mm. point for me to be like, yeah, my yeah. time, body, mind. It was like, yeah, it was the right time. I was at. I was at peace with it. I did never thought I would be. I thought I'd carry on. If you asked my missus, she would said I never would have stopped playing. Yeah. But I, it just. It just came. It just felt right. Yeah. And I, I think at least you you were able to do it on on your terms exactly because a load of people like like if it maybe had happened when you're at Norwich where it's like no, you're not playing boom that's it, it well yeah been, exactly like the, the, to be fair I, I you know I, I, I mentioned you off air like I've um, I did get offered to be be paid up at Norwich mm. and I was like no I want to carry on playing yeah I want to get myself like back and. And that was the determination. And at that point, I was nowhere near ready to, to mm. finish. I wasn't going out when yeah. someone else was telling me. I was doing yeah. it on my own. So that's that's the, that's where I can look back and be like, I've given it everything. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, cool. So now, ex-Norwich player. The only other Norwich player who I chat to is oh, Bradley Johnson, of course. Good friend of mine. But you see Norwich now, yeah? And you can be brutally honest, yeah? When I speak to a lot of people about Norwich, I think people are just fed up of them going <laughs> up, down, up, down, up, down. Like you being at the club, what is what is it like in regards to the expectation at Norwich? Or like is because from the outside looking in, it, it looks as if you know they're kind of okay doing that. But when you're actually within the club, because it's a small club, well, am I right in saying that? Well, it? you know, it's it. I'll put it's like a family club. Yeah, like, it's got that mentality. I think, but that's like Delia. Um, you know, that they are very close. Stuart Webber, who went in um, when I was there, mm. he's done a remarkable job of of sort of turning that club into what it is now. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, we had our ding dongs, but yeah. at the same time, I have total respect for him mm. with what he's done. <laughs> um, 
and that's that's the difference i think that mm. the the way that they've sort of because the, it it is quite like it's Norwich is on its own. Like mm. you, you when you go there, there's one road in, one road out. Mm-hmm. It's like got that mentality that you're in it. Mm. Like that's 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 life there. Mm. So it's everyone's like hangs out together. Like the club's got that mentality. So that you've got to stay in that. Mm. Uh, that's why they do so well um, in the championship. They've got like don't get me wrong. Daniel Farker had a massive role in that. Yeah. Uh, the style of play, everything about it, it worked for them. Mm. But. But you, what you're saying about this sort of yo-yo club is that the expectations from the fans is to to enjoy the football, to 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 go there as a family, bring your bring your friends, your kids, your everyone to go and enjoy the game. It's you know I wouldn't say it's like a it's a great atmosphere, but it's not your go there and you get really intimidated. Mm. It's it's that great family club. You can bring your kids mm. and you, you're not going to get you know yeah. abused that yeah. sort of thing, um, which is great for them. When they then get to the Premier League, I think the expectation level isn't always to be like, like you see, like the first time they went up, they blitzed the championship. They went up and they didn't invest. Mm. And which for me, it was fair enough because the players that got them up, they're all young. They all like, it was their first sort of season playing in the championship. They did exceptionally well mm. and they got a crack in the Premier League. Yeah. And they did incredibly well. Mm. Like they, the, Maybe the mentality of like the style of play was a bit about when like Farquhar's first yeah Farquhar's oh, first okay. sort of season in the Premier. Really well. I, st- I remember first game against Liverpool. Can yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone so, was saying, "Oh, look, they're gonna you know they're they're such a joy to watch. They're doing it. and mm. they were, but they were sort of doing it in their own style. But they were conceding goals all the time, and everyone mm. was saying they need to sort of look at that. But it was just the way that they did it in the championship. Mm. They got away with it. They were winning 3-1, 4-1 because Mm. they were always going to score goals, which is what they did in the Premier League, which is, as a club that gets promoted, is really difficult to do, Mm. to score. But it was conceding. That's what they... So then, I I almost felt that they they gave it everything and didn't really sort of spend. And then sort of this season, it feels like the players that got them up or were involved in it Mm. sort of are not necessarily there's obviously don't get wrong there's quite a few still there but there's not yeah that they've sort of disbanded and they've brought in loads of players and it's still not worked i th- i think yeah and obviously this is outside looking in this is my opinion i don't think they recruited well i, I think there's there's a couple of players in there who and i can see why they maybe brought them in but they're just not they're just not not cutting it you know, I, I <laughs> okay. So Kabak, I can see. You know, when you look at his um, his record and his and his age, you know, I can see why they brought him in. Yeah. Especially because he was at Liverpool as well, mm-hmm. and he's available. So it's like, why would you not? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not? But then you bring him in, and then yeah. it's just like, uh, actually, <laughs> I, I just don't. I just don't think think it 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 worked. And I think there's there's a couple players who they don't have. Their ex. I think if they brought a bit more, a couple more experienced heads who have actually played. I think that's the thing. They brought a lot of players in that never played in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, you see even the top clubs that bring in players that have never played in the league and they struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's why if you like completely flip it now, you look at Newcastle, the players they brought in, Bar, like you know, the Brazilian, they've, they've Bruno, brought... Mm. All players in that have played in the Premier League and know what it's about, and they're proven players, Mm. because that's what that's what the Premier League is is about. Mm -hmm. You need to have 
you need to sort of don't get me wrong you need that opportunity to play in the Premier League to, to, of to course. be able to do it but if you're looking at for instance Norwich and you you get promoted you've got a bit they've they've given it a good go in the transfer market they spent mm-hmm. a lot of money which is what they everyone wanted mm-hmm. because they didn't do it in the past so they've they've given it a go but as you said recruitment and playing in the Premier League is, is vital yeah I think when you're in the, the trenches in the Premier League it's not about not quality. You obviously need a quality, but I think you just need those pe- those people in the team that are just that that have been there before and that will just get you over the line. So you mentioned Newcastle. Yeah, I think Dan Byrne, excellent signing. Target, excellent signing. Yeah. Chris Wood, excellent signing. But they're not the sort of players you no. would think. Oh yeah, this is a, a marquee signing kind of thing. But they've but been for their there. position in mm. their league. What they needed. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. A sensible, mm. sensible signings. Do you think that Norwich are going to survive? I think it's very difficult for them. They they had a really good spell and mm. they got a few points and they won a couple of games and you're like, hold on a minute. Yeah. They, like They've got a chance. Mm. And there was the next few games where they needed to pick up some points. Mm. It just didn't happen. And they had like that little you know I think Dean Smith is a great manager and they've got some the staff there are brilliant and I still speak to a few of them they are brilliant and the whole the squad the players that, that I knew that are there they're really good characters I just feel that it's maybe just a bit too far now yeah it, uh, the, my only thing is because of Newcastle like look, look from the window look what they've done where they are and you look at like if we're bringing, it, bringing it into like Everton and Leeds you're looking at like they've probably got more yeah, to to do it, so it's going to be a struggle. I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. But on on to one of your um, other teams. We're going to talk about other teams as well. We're not going to just talk about you. It's not all about you. It's not all about me. Me, me, West Ham. All right. So I've got um, I've got a West Ham friend who is adamant that West Ham are going to do it in terms of Champions League. They're not, but. <laughs> I'm an Arsenal fan. Yeah. So, um, but what I will do is give credit where credit is due. So yesterday they've won. Who did they beat? Was it Everton yesterday? They no, beat, that was Wolves. Oh, Wolves beat Everton. Yeah. Did, who did West Ham play? They won, what, 2-1 or something? Or yeah, they won 2-1. Big, big win for them. Yeah. They've been just off the back of the Seville um, disappointment, even though it's a, a decent game. Yeah. It's... um. It's one of them that... Right, let's see who they played. Yeah, this ain't one of those podcasts, by the way. <laughs> oh, Aston Villa. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Which is a huge result, because Villa were yeah. flying. I actually thought Villa was gonna, were going to get something there yesterday. I wanted I, them I, to get something. Yeah, I know you yeah. wanted <laughs> I, I, If you're looking at it from before the game, you're thinking, actually, mm. draw, probably. Just mm. because of the form that West Ham were in. Like, Bowen's a massive, massive miss. Mm. Um and Villa are flying. Yeah. So, do you th- realistically, yeah, do you think that West Ham could do it? Because I think I think they've done well to even be in contention. Yeah. But I think where they've gone wrong is that they left Mikel Antonio. I think he's a big player. They've they've given him way too much to do to lead the line for the whole season by himself. I reckon, and I think that they should have, they should have brought someone in, in in January to, to back him up because. There's times where he's looking, he looks burnt out at times, and, 
And I just think if you're once you get to that position in January where it could actually be done, you know. But then again, they are overachieving. So it's just, just be like to to answer your question. If you'd asked me that in December, mm. I was backing them yeah. because I was thinking here is the they were flying. Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not every week that you can say to a team that every single one of them were playing at least seven and a half, eight out of ten. Mm. Every single player. Yeah. They were all playing the best of their ability. Mm. And it was every week. And then once you get in that rhythm, mm. it's just consistency. It's momentum. It just builds. Yeah. And going into the Christmas period, they were flying. Mm-hmm. And then you're thinking, right, January, here we go. Yeah. It is the perfect opportunity for West Ham to, to sign a few players mm-hmm in much needed positions, like you say, another striker for Antonio, maybe another midfielder, like what, like a defender, mm. you know, because um, uh, Obama got injured. Mm. And you're thinking, right, here we go, because then it, they were flying on all platforms. They were in the Cups, doing so well in Europe. Like you think, if there was ever a time that West Ham were going to get in the Champions League positions, it was now. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. And... Whether that was because, like, I'm hearing that they, you know, they put in world, like, their club record bids for all these different players and it mm. just didn't happen. So they obviously tried. And it's it's one of them that maybe they tried and it didn't work and then they didn't want to spend money for the sake of spending money, mm. which is perfectly fine in my book uh, because they, they've done it over the years and they spent loads of money on different players and it hasn't worked out. Mm. At the same time, it was the perfect window to 100%. go and buy some players and 100%. really give that extra boost and... And just, just for the other players, like if it was me there, I'd be like, don't sign another winger because mm. I want to play. Yeah. But at the same time, if you brought in that extra player, it just lifts the group again. Mm. And someone else, then the excitement and then the training gets better. And then, yeah. you know, because you've got that competition for places and everyone wants to improve. Yeah. So it just lifts the lads a bit. But at the same time, they've, they, have, they have overachieved because they are flying and they're doing so well. I know if you asked any West Ham fan, realistically... They would be buzzing with this mm. season. If you would have told them at the start of the season, this is where they'd be, they'll be buzzing. Mm. So it's just you hope you. I I hope for them that they they really do give it a good go and they get the right results and they're still fighting for the last mm. few games to be in that position. I hope so. I I, I mean obviously I don't hope so, but it's, it's <laughs> funny because I actually like West Ham. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't get too mad when I see. Um, when I see West Ham, West Ham doing well. And I think, I look at them and I'm like, someone like Declan Rice, yeah. They're going to struggle to keep him. He's been phenomenal. They're, they're going to, oh, listen, I'd, I think, so, okay, let, let, let me, let me, let me <laughs> go put, on, put go this on. right. No, no, it's, it's not, it's not you know, anything bad, but I like to give players time. So when he first burst on, yep. they were talking about, oh, he's got to be worth, Whatever, like, he's this. I'm like, just let players play first, and then yeah. because I think too too often we put that praise and put that pressure on, on players when they first come through and they haven't really achieved anything. So I was just like, oh, he's all right, he can play. And then bearing in mind, I'm not one to call um, professional footballers rubbish because I, it don't make no sense to just call a professional. I can be like, I'm not really having him or whatever. But when when you really look at it. What it takes to even be out there, ninety-five percent of people haven't got it. So if you get to there, so anyway, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's all right, he's all right. And I think it was when I, sw- I watched England. That's it. When I watched England That's in the it. Euros, I was just like, no, he he can really play. And is he? 
he, he kind of even overtook, because I, I love Calvin Phillips. Love Calvin, and for me, he kind of overtook Calvin at the beginning of this season, bearing in mind Calvin's been injured. Yeah. In regards to um, like my favourite players right now. And, and honestly, the more I watch him, you forget just how young he is. Yeah. Well, his overall performances have, has, have been ridiculous. Mm. Like, like you said, I think that's what everyone thinks about the England performances. Yeah. And that's, but it's not like he's done that. And then, because you always talk about players that have burst on, like I say burst onto the scene, but like come on, done really well. And then mm. they have that dip. Yep. He's not, he's just not. carried on going. Mm. And like I say about the performances of seven, eight out of 10, he's been a minimum of eight. Every always, single game, always. and he's been a leader. You've seen important games in like cup games where he just drags the team through, scores the goal. Mm. You know, he's adding all of these qualities to him. Mm. He's got obviously, he's had when I was there, Kev Nolan was a massive role model uh, and a captain. Oh, and Nobes sort of mm. took that mantle on during my time there, but mm. also since. And Declan Rice has learned so much, I'm telling you, from, from him, yeah, and just genuinely training. And now he's like progressing yeah and it's it is wonderful to see such a good player, um, but you just see the importance of that yeah. right and you can see it in himself he's grown as a person mm. like the, the the interviews the the overall like like way he holds himself on the yeah. pitch he knows he's a good player mm. and now he's going out and showing everyone yeah it's it's and, really great to and, see. and what i like about him is that he still maintains the whole likable local yeah persona. exactly do you know what i mean well i think that's him Mm. You know, he's not, that's not a show or, or yeah, anything. No, no, that's no. Yeah, just that's naturally just him. Calm guy. And I really like that. And, and you touched on um, Noble. And it's, it's, it's nice that I finally got a player that's actually played with him. Uh, to be fair, I've, I had Darren Randall on the, on, on the <laughs> yeah. pod, but he's a goalkeeper. They don't, they don't count. <laughs> Goalkeeper's union. Yeah, they don't, they don't count. But um, I've always thought that in regards to Mark Noble's career, he was so unlucky to never represent England. That's one thing that's kind of followed him throughout. What exactly was it like playing with him? And are you yourself even surprised that England never called him up? I am surprised because he's been, I think it's just because he's been, I say been around for so long. Like he, mm. he's been week in, week out playing like when West Ham have been in the Premier League so mm. for like every week. You know, and he, he's putting in performances. Like, I, yeah, everyone says, like, I saw when I first went there, you just noticed, like, he's one of them that's training-wise, he's always wanting the ball. He's always, like, a, he's a very good trainer. Mm. So that's, not, like, the first thing you would say about dedication and doing that training, mm. you've got to be good. Yeah. You've got to train well, and he does that. Mm. So that automatically gets your respect as a player and your peers because you think, yeah, you know, he works hard. Yeah. And he's obviously, don't go wrong, he's he's involved in everything in a change room, which is great for that team morale and and uh, and being in in amongst it. So he's he's got that. And he, he is Mr. West Ham, whatever on it, anyone says. Like mm. he loves the club. He's in he, he's got their best interest at heart, mm. I think. Like and, and the fans love it because that it shows for him because he's local lad. He's, you know, he's been there for so long, and he does everything. And he wears his heart on his sleeve, and he's he's great. Like he's he's always sort of been a bit. I think you you say the last sort of few years, his his interviews and the way he talks about the club and way the they sort of fans see the other side of him. Mm. I think, and that that's also what what people like about him. I think that's what that's what I've grown to like about him as well. He's he speaks like he's already out the door, but no, you're very much still. 
still there. So even but with it the whole, sh- it shows that how many managers have been and gone, and he's still captain. He still exactly. he still mm. plays. Mm. You know, even in his sort of final year, he mm. still plays. Yeah, it's so even with the whole Dean Garner thing. Can you remember that when Dean Garner went and he was like, I can't believe they. Yeah, actually, he's not. He's not afraid to. Yeah, say. you got what I'm saying, and, and whether or not he should have, he should yeah. or shouldn't have said it. It's the fact that he's passionate. He, about he's a fan as well. Yeah. And just wants wants them to do well, man. So, yeah, you know, Mike Noble. But that's why, like they say, Declan Rice is learning mm. from from players like this. And as I said about Kevin, Kevin Nolan's back there as mm. the coach. Like, so you've got these characters that mm. that, are, that are educating and and being around the club. Okay, so could you touch it on Kevin Nolan? Yeah, yeah. There was this always this thing that he used to pick up a yellow. Did you ever hear about that? <laughs> no. You know, you know, did you hear about that? Around the Christmas, um, I mean, I've I've seen it. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen him not be there at certain games, but no, nah, like I remember. I think I'm sure he, didn't he get sent off against Liverpool away? Oh no, um, but he was just it was around Christmas. Said, but yeah, but I look, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kev's a, a fantastic guy. Yeah, um, fantastic guy. It was brilliant for me when when I went there. Mm. Brilliant. Um, as far as like a, 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 a as a as a captain and yeah. as, a, as a guy in the change room, he was brilliant. Like mm. anything that, even if it was nothing to do with him, that someone wanted to, needed something, do anything, he would make sure that he would go and do it. He would have a ding dong, mm. like massive Barney with Sam at the time, yeah. you know, and just make it, he was always on your side, always on the player's side, mm. uh, which is, which is huge. Yeah. So I've got nothing but respect for, for got, Kev. Got to love them. Yeah. Got to love them players there. But yeah, <laughs> it's a good swear from that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 where you got your media hat on. <laughs> he's, he's gonna probably gonna see that and just be like, oh gosh, thanks for that, man. Yeah. He probably don't even care to be honest. No, he wouldn't care. Yeah, um, onto the top of the table. Well, yeah, not top of the table actually. So I want to get your your views on CR seven. Okay. Okay. So on this pod, it's been it's. The comments will always, you know, that always gets are like, why do I still champion Ronaldo? Which is crazy to me. But that like, he's finished and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. And I always say, you don't become a bad player overnight. And I think people, because obviously over the weekend he scored a hat-trick against Tottenham. And I think people compare Ronaldo today to maybe Ronaldo five years ago, mm-hmm. where he's scoring almost 100 goals a season. Like, it's, it's not... It's not the same, but when you look at strikers nowadays and the goal returns that they're getting, he's still he's still up there. So, did you ever question his quality or, or maybe think that he's finished? And this is as a player that you probably played against him, actually. Oh, I've gutted. No, he went to Madrid the season that I went in the Premier League. Oh. I was gutted. I really was. <laughs> um, for me, no, I'm I'm a Ronaldo fan. Like, it, the debate, I'm a huge Ronaldo fan. Mm. I always have been. Um, you can't go and do what he's done at all these different places and not be the best. Like for me, yeah. um, I love uh, I see his interview with Piers Morgan. Have you ever seen that? Where he talks about, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- just the mentality of him. It's it's incredible that's like I look at it and I'm like that was me but yeah. I was nowhere near the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. him but that was me I was thinking do you know what he speaks mm. so much the truth and he's he's so dedicated so dedicated you talk you know, all the stories about you know Everest saying he was going around there for lunch but no he was in the gym and doing yeah. this it, that's just why he's the best mm. you know Messi is an incredible incredible talent mm. 
and his his natural ability is is there to everyone to see. Mm. Ronaldo's worked at it. Yeah, like he's worked at it. He's drilled it. He's he's like practice. You see him on a training pitch. You 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 hear all the stories about he goes home. He has a sleep. He's he then goes in the gym. He does this. He does that. Mm. And I get it. People say, well, of course he can. He's got earned all this money. He can do it. I hundred agree. But why why can no one else? Do, why is yeah. no one else doing it? You know, he's got personal chef, trainer, you know, all the facilities at home. Mm. But why would you not? He's dedicated to being the best, the number one in, in history. Mm. And he's going the right way about it. And he is, at the moment, proving everybody wrong. Yeah. And it's incredible. He's, and he's still got it. Yeah, he's... Don't get me wrong, very different player now. Of course. He does. Like he, uh, and I said this, I said this, to, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, I was watching the Man U uh, Spurs game. And I was like, you know, he is just a goal scorer now. Mm. But I say that in... The best way possible. Yeah, like but that's no also, one that's can. Also no one, you know yeah, how he was before. Exactly. As well. yeah. yeah, but you, you. That's the hardest thing to do in football is score goals, and he's just so good at it. Mm. But he doesn't like doesn't do. He's not involved in the build up. He's mm. not necessarily closing down like everyone's saying. But he's always in the right place at the right time. Yeah. If there's one chance, he's scoring. And you look at that the other day against Spurs. You just see him like United were obviously. Winning, then they get pulled back, and mm. it was like right two all. Who pops up? Ronaldo, and it was one chance, one header, one goal. And see that header. It's, it's, but that's him. Ugh. He's not involved in anything. And then the ball goes in the box. I would, I would say it's like a, a different, but like Michael Owen was that one. He was a mm. goal scorer. Yeah, uh, Gary Lineker was that goal scorer. Just mm. in the box, bang, yeah. goal. He always in the right place at the right time. That's Ronaldo's adapted his game over the years mm. to just become that goal scorer. I know, and yeah, I, I was. If United are going to win, I don't mind. I, I want it to be Ronaldo. That, cause I, yeah, I, it's just a, the story as well. Yeah, I, you I just, just want him to... I'm a Ronaldo fan. Yeah. But now that he's back at United, I've got to act like I'm not. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm I saying? Know. But when, when, we, when we go away from that, you know, you're talking about him on Piers Morgan and it's yeah. just like greatness. And it's the same with, like, when you look at like, the Tom Brady's and the Michael yeah. Jordans and he's up there with them. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and it's... You can't not, especially someone that has played the game or, or at least tried to play the game, to just to just know what it takes to get there and he maintains those standards. You you know what I'm, I'm 35, he's 37. Exactly. And he's still playing at the top level. I'm, I'm retired. You know, that's, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I say he's had injuries, but he's, he's, he's just, his body is, he's just so well looked after and mm. you look at the shape of him, he's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Like, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Come on, mm. let's get back in the gym. Mm. Just because he he's just he's just a specimen, isn't it? If you were to pick your eye, like you go right, I'm going to build a footballer. It's him. 100%. He's six foot whatever. Like can jump. Like can shoot both feet. Unbelievable in the air. Like he's ripped. You mm. know, it's just it's your perfect specimen. Yeah. Do you think though, you um, United? Wait, wait. Who's your? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Who's, who's your? See now, obviously, growing up in 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 Guildford, I was uh, a Man United fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes makes it no makes, sense. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. From oh, sorry. So you actually grew up a United yeah. fan. Yeah, like I've got an older brother. My mum, but I I do. It's yeah, but it's it's different because it. I played again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I I generally I like that is my that is my team. Mm. But it's it's very different from when I was a kid. Yeah. I still you know that's probably still the first result I would. I'd flick to and I mm. want them to do well and, and like this season obviously I want them to get fourth uh, which is ridiculous but yeah um, it is still my team See, that's, yeah. I, I find that quite sad though Yeah, that you know you had you grew up 
yeah. like in the team and everything. Well, like Giggs then, was my idol. Like, yeah. And I, I played against you know, him many I times, can, which I was awesome. That, no. like, when you said, I can imagine that Giggs was your yeah. idol. But yeah, imagine you grow up and then you play football and, yeah. you know, and but it, it takes it out of you because yeah. they're now competition. Yeah. Well, that's it. Everyone's like, you're going, you're playing it. So are you going to, you know, going to want them to win? Mm. Like, no. Like, yeah. I need, we need the points. Yeah. Like, like at the Wolves, when I first got up, like, we need to stay up. We need the points mm. against them. Yeah. We, we, we beat them, you know, at West Ham. You need points. You, every time you play, you, you need to win. It's not like, mm. oh, we'll let them win because I'm a United fan. No, not a chance. Yeah. But it does sort of suppress it a little bit, mm. I'd say. Yeah. To go, to go in as a fan. So who's, who's your bet for, for top four? I think, you know, realistically, if you look at it now, it's, it's um, it, obviously it's your team. Mm. You know, I'd say they're in prime position at the moment. Yeah, you know, good. They, they are. Yeah. And, I, and the thing is, like, I was, when everyone like was saying about Arteta when he first went there, I was the one, I, I, I can say this with confidence, like, that you're not going to find it anywhere that I was were saying, oh, nah, he's not that. I was like, Arteta would be good. Like, he's got nothing but, when when he went there, everyone was saying how good he was as a coach and this Ooh. and under Pep and Pep spoke, spoke so highly about him. Obviously, he's gone through that spell where oh, it was sort of toxic, mate, really. Mate. Um, I but how he I think, that. exactly, but I think Ooh. he's he's shown, like, he, he doesn't take any, like, <laughs> he doesn't mm. take any anything from anyone, and I think I like I like that about him. Mm. Like I, yeah, the Abomyang thing, like getting rid, and I, I I almost feel like do you know what? Yeah, I'm 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 sort of like on the side of that. I I agree with it, mm. and and you look at it now. It's only because now they're doing well exactly. that you can say exactly. it was the right decision. But at the time, I but at the time you're like, think, why? Yeah. But I I I agree. He's got that sort of young hungry players mm. now that that want to do well yeah. and I think you can see what he's building it took a while don't mm. get me wrong it's it wasn't like there for everyone to see and you see like all this money they've spent you're like really yeah but you can just sort of start seeing what they're growing and I think this year especially because they haven't had any other thing that's to worry a about ma- massive it's, thing. it's, it's that's massive thing. yeah huge because they mm. haven't got that squad mm. yet yeah to to fight on all fronts mm. but what they have got is some incredibly young, talented players that are playing oh, so well at the moment. Man, I, I'm just, you know, going back to what you said about his some of his decisions, decisions that he's had to yeah. make. So, you know, when Aubameyang left, yeah. I was like, you cannot let him go and not get yeah. someone in. But then people were like, but you only play one game a week. And I'm like, I hear that, but wouldn't you rather get someone in that can get you those 10 to 15 yeah. goals? And then he's obviously gone and... Been on fire at bus. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But then, like you said, some of the players that we've got right now, and for a long time, I, I did not talk about Arsenal. Because huh? no, I was one of those yeah. realistic fans where, even before he came, I said, you're looking at a good three, four year job here. Yeah. No matter who you get. So, you know, when people were asking for him to get sacked, and then I'm never going to call for a manager to get sacked unless there's absolutely... disaster. Yeah. yeah. And what I saw from him when he was going through his tough times, I would, I, I honestly think that was always going to happen with whoever was in charge. You know, there's a load of deadwood at the club that he's got, he's got rid of, and now he's got the, he's got the youngsters playing in a way where they're so free and they're just the confidence is high right now. But not only that, they can actually play. Did you watch Tottenham? Not yeah. the Tottenham. Um, I've watched Arsenal him a few times Leicester. recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, 
Alright, this is just for my ego. Fans. Go on. What do you think of Odegaard? He's got better. Mm. He's got better. Yeah. I think when they signed him, I, I, I just thought he'd be another one of them number tens that's a bit mm. soft. Yeah, if that's the right word. The typical, I, I, a typical Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. signing mm. number ten, great on the ball, but maybe not quite. Yeah, going to be, and he's grown. And he's he's become that player. You see him working hard, but again, that's down to the manager mm-hmm. and the players around. I think they've they've all bought into what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think also, I think what's happened is this season the expectation levels of the fans has been. I don't know about you, but it's been like there isn't really anything. Okay, and yeah, that's been a and so now the pressure's sort of come off them, and they've sort mm-hmm. of been. Un- I say that they've been under the radar the whole they season, have. and they've just got on with their work. Mm-hmm. They they had a really good run where they were playing all the teams that you expect them to beat, but they beat them and they, and they scored goals, mm. and that's how momentum grows, confidence grows, and they've yeah. just now they come out and they're playing the big boys, and now they're like, I can we can handle ourselves. Yeah, because now. even like the pundits and and everything, they don't talk about Arsenal. Oh. The top four is always Man United, oh, of course. Tottenham. Well, you, you would. Mm. Uh, six, eight, mm. ten weeks ago, you, you why would you be talking about Arsenal? You'd talk about Man United, you'd be talking about Spurs. Yeah. You know, West Ham. Mm. Yeah, Wolves now. Like, But you, you wouldn't be talking about Arsenal because they'd be like, oh, Arsenal fall away. Yeah. They, they've got a young squad, blah, blah, mm. blah. But now, they're thriving. Oh, and, that, and now they've got the games in hand. Oh, yes, I've got Liverpool next, haven't you? Yeah, like, on Wednesday. Which is going to be a tough ask. But mm. maybe it's a good time to play Liverpool. Yeah, I might go to that one. I've got season tickets. Nice. Yeah, so I might I might go to that one. But we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. No, no, in fact, I'm going. I'm, 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 <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm, I'm going to go. Because as as good as Liverpool have been as well, because when you look at informed teams in the league, it's yeah. City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal. Yeah. As good as Liverpool have been, I think we're currently playing at a level and with confidence, with, with enough confidence to... Actually, troubled them. Hundred percent. I I, I I totally yeah. agree with you. And also, I think with Liverpool at the moment, they've got so many things. Mm. Like they've got you know Champions League, the cup. They got yeah. they've they got so the, many things that are just sort of, yeah. Mm. You're trying to sort of go, but the problem with Liverpool is that they're they're a winning machine at the moment, and that what they've done um, in the transfer market has been fantastic. Not just this transfer, mm. but like previous two, maybe. Yeah, their recruitment's been fantastic. Because you look at Diaz and oh you're like, gosh. but you look at him and you go, he's played at Liverpool for the last three years. Yeah, he's made for Liverpool. It's, 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 it's not the case. That's, he's been there like, Liverpool. what, six weeks? Mm. It's you know, ridiculous. It's interesting with, with Diaz because I know they only probably got him because I think they saw that Tottenham were going to get him. I think there was yeah, a few clubs where but I think West Ham were trying to get him. I want to see what, because he's, he's hit the ground running, yeah. I want to see the impact that it has that whole Salah situation. Yeah. Well, you look at Jota as well. He was the oh. same. He gone from Wolves, like, and Wolves were like, yeah. he was brilliant. The fans loved him at Wolves. I, I would never. And then you sign him at forty million. You're like, okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Forty million is forty million. Yeah. You know? And then he, you've gone there, and every, I don't think everyone expected him to be as do as well as he has. Mm. If I'm honest. Yeah. No. And he's <sighs> he's just been a ridiculous signing for them. I thought he was good, but he's, he's outplayed. He's out like he's pushed Firmino out of the team. Yeah, and now he's a rightly like, regular. So. Rightly so, because yeah. even at Wolves, um, I thought he was a good player. But you know, Wolves had the Portuguese contingent. I just thought, yeah, that's yeah. that's there. They got good players. Neves is there. Moutinho yeah. is there. Just another. Yeah. So when Liverpool bought him, I was like, how have Wolves managed to sell him yeah. for that much? But then you look at what he's done now, Incredible. and he he's what I call a dangerous man. 
He's just he's, he's direct. Yeah, he, I think that that's he's one. Not thing. interested in anything apart from. But then you look at you know he's got Salah next to him, Mane next to him, who yeah. who are literally just bomb as well. But then international team, you have got Ronaldo next to, you. and so you can see he's learned. He's got that ruthlessness got about him, and yeah. and honestly, he's just gonna go from strength to strength. And they're, I saw they're building, aren't they, Liverpool? That's the thing. Yeah, there was they a tweet. Been adding. Mm. Bits to the puzzle, and they're all working at the moment. I just miss being Arsenal being up there with, with, with them because I remember the days where Liverpool were a good team, but you know they weren't going to last throughout the season. Do you know what I mean? And and now you look at them, and you know they're really pushing City. Yeah, City all the way. Hundred percent. I'm glad they are though, because otherwise it's a bit. Yeah, of a I, don't, I don't like when they when teams just walk, yeah, just, yeah. just walk the league, man. But. Oh no, we'll see, man. Wolves, Wolves. Look they've been the they've been a team this year that no one's talked about. I thought they start. I think it's more to do how they started though. Yeah, have been even me. I hold my hands up at the start of the season. Bruno going. You're like sorry, um, Nuno going. Nuno, okay, Nuno going. You're thinking this is going to be tough for whoever comes in, and then Bruno Large come in, and you're like, don't know. Yeah, don't know. Um, Where did he you're come thinking, from? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. He's come in, and I was like, I'm not sure. It's going to be such a difficult year for them. They just missed out on Europe. They mm. Nuno going, what he's done, the club. I thought they were so tight as a group. Mm. I, d- I was like, mid table, you'd be happy. And I Wolves, think. I was, I almost felt like Wolves were Nuno. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Nuno agreed. Was like, yeah. They're all no, synonymous. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I was, I was hoping they would do well, mm. but. It was, it was thinking it, it could be more difficult, yeah. and they and again, and it started, and you're like, mm, and then they've just gone, boom. Yeah. I, I would never say that they've had like ninety minutes of a great performance. Mm. They've had spells of like twenty minutes where they've been exceptional, yeah, and then they've conceded or been sloppy or something's happened. But they're so good at grinding out results, mm. and even you look at that result against Everton, it's great result, yeah. great result. And they've got players that can just pop up. Like Jimenez is huge for them to be back. Huge for them. He's he's he is like that wolf striker that they they've been craving. Yeah, they brought, hugely. So Fabio Silva, I don't think he was ever meant to play that many games no. anyway. No. But then I keep there was another striker that they brought in last year. Yeah, can you remember you him? Yeah, I do know <sighs> who you mean. Yeah, and it just didn't work out. No. It didn't. It didn't work out. And and with the way Wolves play, like. The way they're all fluid with each other, and you know the system that they play, and even with Bruno Lug, Jimenez is vital in that. Huge, yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's vital, and he's like the missing focal point because he knows exactly what is expected of the players. He knows it, exactly where to, where to be, you know. And him coming back and scoring again, yeah, is is massive for them. And I, and I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I I really do like him. So I weren't surprised when. Can you remember last year he was linked to United and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't surprised at all because I actually think he's one of the better strikers in the league. So yeah, he's he's yeah. good. But I just think Bruno Large has been has been very good. I think been Connor good. Cody's been a huge help. Um, he's he epitomizes what they do. Um, great guy, but leads on the pitch. You can hear him, especially through lockdown. Just hear his yeah, voice yeah. the whole time, <laughs> um, which is is what you need as a leader. And then you've got Wang's come in. Great signing for me. He's sort of helped 
Jimenez, he's lifted the burden a little bit. I he's done well. Um, Max um, Kilman. Kilman, he's yeah. actually brilliant. Really, really, yeah, really he's good had such year. a good season. Mm. But you know, you always talk about the um, the, the, the centre forwards and the attacking mm. players, don't you? Yeah. But he's been he's been he, tremendous, he's, he's been and really everyone's really touting him for for England, and rightly so. Mm. Like, you and can't he's come play non-league as well. Isn't you, you, yeah, you yeah. you you can't you can't look at the way that he's played and Wolves have played this year mm. and not be like defensively they've been sound yeah. like really good and that he's had a huge huge part in that yeah. so for England wise it's it's a it's a great opportunity for him and obviously you know Ruben Nevers yeah. who I I really really I've been saying it for like two years you know when the fan in me comes out I'm like he would be ideal for Arsenal yeah. I think the biggest thing for me with him over previous years is mm. He, I, I love the way he plays. He's great on the ball, great mm. technique. Obviously, scores worldies, but he scores worldies. It's not your regular. Mm. You know, it's not week in, week out. He's he's putting in that performance and scoring. And yeah. and the way that Wolves play, if Jimenez is not playing, that creativity isn't there. Mm. And he's taken it on himself in recent weeks oh, and this well, season yeah, yeah Nevers mm. he's now taken it on so he's that attacking threat as well because mm. that's what him and Martino have been awesome. I can't believe Martino still, know, is still going but they've been awesome together mm. but they've not had that attacking threat mm. the pair of them whereas now Nevers is getting himself a bit more forward he's all the other day yeah it's oh, beautiful mate, beautiful it's like a little bit like uh, Fernandez did um I think it was last season the same sort of position oh, yeah, I remember. In. was it Everton I think he scored into the top goal and the same sort of mm. goal and it's pure class yeah, and you is, can see you can see he's yeah. a player you can see like that's why mm. teams like the look of him I, and what he I does think, and he's had add that to his game and that's why Wolves have picked up as well I think no disrespect to Wolves but I think people will, will really see how good he is when he goes to a better club like Arsenal. I think, <laughs> I, I think that's when people that's when people will really see just just how good he is. And found a bit on um, Wolves as well. Um, Podence, I like him. I said to people, this guy is literally Eden Hazard. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that as he moves, like the way he moves, it's it's all it's all Eden Hazardy. But he can, I I think, if they can really help him to tap into what he's actually got and get, you know, a bit more consistency and whatnot going on. Again, I honestly I like believe he's going to go on and, yeah. and, and, and really, really kick on. Yeah. Again, I think it's it's link-up play. He needed Jimenez in the team. Mm. You need that. He's, he's like you say, he's got great ability. Yeah. Like the way that he shifts, he does that trick where he goes flip yeah. back the other way. And he's done quite a few players with that Body one. Them. Mm. Um, and it's he's a great player. Uh, he just needs that. I don't know. Consistency is is the key for him. But he uh, he's a he's a wonderful player. Uh, I do I do like him. So I, I'd like to see him kick on even more. Yeah. Okay. So that's. Is there anything else that we that we need to cover? We obviously got all the Chelsea stuff. I'm not going to get into <laughs> in, into into all of that. You know. I know there's a load of people. In fact, you know what? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, do, do, do you know what? What's your stance on... Forget the actual Abramovich side of things. But what's your stance on that stuff like the contracts not being able, not being allowed to... You know, they're not allowed to sign more players. They're not allowed to negotiate contracts, tickets and stuff like that. 
or and even like three. Sorry, my belly's going. Like, yeah. Even like three, like saying they're gonna suspend sponsorships and like, what's your start? Do you feel like it's right? Oh no, let's stick with three. Forget the other side. Let's stick with three. Do you feel like it's a bit of overkill though? That that's such a difficult one because obviously sponsors are it is all linked. Mm. You can't not talk about the mm. the other side of things with sponsorships because they're putting their name to everything that's yeah. gonna then be going on in the the other side of it. Mm. Uh, so that that is always a difficult one. But with regards to a player mm. in their position, looking at for instance, you know Rudiger and Christensen, I think you know, and Azpilicueta, mm. you're looking at that and going, well, let, that's just taking it out of your hands, mm. really, and now I have to go. Yeah. You know, there's no other route. And so you're you're almost, if even if they want, you know, if they want to stay now, then you're thinking, right, this deal has to be done quickly mm. because then, you know, you're hoping that then they can start offering contracts and yeah. they, can, they can stay. Mm. But all of these other players that will be there thinking, what is going to happen? Yeah. You know, whether, whether they've got a year left, whether they've got two years left. Mm. Like they were saying about um, uh, Lukaku, still, they still owe it into like 71 million yeah. or something like that. Crazy. It's like, what, what happens there? You know, it's, it's such a difficult position. And, and unfortunately, whoever comes in now is going to be like, mm. you know, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be like that. Totally different roles, but like Fergie at United, whoever comes in is going to be, you know, compared and it's going to be, well, then it's not as good as it once was. Yeah, no, that's, it's a shame on Lukaku. Though. I think Lukaku needs. I think they need to sign you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it wide. Get crosses in the box. Oh, it's, you would but think that it's it's so simple. Yeah. You know, like because I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, if that's not what you're gonna, if, that, if that's not how you're gonna play, and you know what Lukaku needs, then why why bring him in? Well, you've hit the nail on the head. You look yeah. at it. United signed him, and his goal scoring record with United was still good. No, it was good. Good. But they still didn't play to his strengths, and they still didn't do the. Th- he got. He went to Inter. Don't get me wrong, I I do think when he went to Inter, he he got in better shape. Mm-hmm. He ran in behind. He mm-hmm. looked a completely different person. Like mm-hmm. he was holding ball ball up. And you remember, like he was powerful. Yeah, he get it, and he would knock the ball past people and run. I think Lukaku's one of those players, though. Like when it's going well for him, all of that stuff. Yeah. He's more likely to do it. Like even when he came back to Chelsea. Yeah, the first couple of games yeah, he, he was look, he was looking yeah. good, and then it just yeah, yeah. I know. But then I, you, it's both ways. As a player, you start looking and thinking, "Well, he's getting frustrated because he, the balls are not coming. He's making the runs; it's not going." Mm. But you've then still got to make them runs. It's, you yeah. can't just stop then and be like, "Oh, it's not it's not happening." You've got to still do the runs. You've still got to you know make players play the ball into you. Yeah, you know the amount of times I was getting a used for not passing the ball to someone or not putting mm. a cross in and turning it down you've got you've got to do it and yeah. that you know that, that, that's football if you're not getting the ball you have to scream and shout and go they and get it they don't want, I'm not even trying to say anything but sometimes watching them I'm like they look like they don't want to pass to him sometimes yeah. and I'm just like if that's what you're going to do then well, that's like, it why, why, why do you sign him I think like, when, when, they, when they sign him everyone was like he's the last piece of the jigsaw yeah. that was him that was it Chelsea were going to go and at the start of the season you're thinking do you know what <sighs> they, they, they're going to be and yeah. it's just sort of slowly slipped away mm. um, which for them is, is bitterly disappointing that's crazy because if we get a couple points from our from our games in hand, yeah you can, ch- you can, we can actually, actually yeah. catch up to Chelsea so yeah. anyway hope, that's all hope <laughs> hoping so Hopefully that does happen and whatnot. But um, I think that's it. Is there anything else? Do we need to talk about strikers slowly dying out of our games? 
Well, I think they're very different strikers nowadays. Mm. Like you, I'd say Ronaldo's now going back to that old school striker of mm. staying in the box and scoring goals. Mm. You've not got that hold up play like a Alan Shearer or that type of player. That's yeah. that big central hold up, be strong, win your headers, mm. and do that. Ronaldo's totally different to that, but he's your centre goal scorer. Yeah. Kane's turned into that ridiculous sort of number ten dropping short. And linking still, the play, and still managing to score, but then scores. Mm. Oh, he is an exceptional player, yeah. um, and what he's done this season is is he, mentally it must have been very difficult for him mm. at the start. I know he'll get bad for it, and I'll probably get bad for it, like. But it's a huge disappointment. He's made he set himself up to to go. Mm. He's had a really good end to the Euros mm. with with England, and then to come back and then all of that to sort of to go wrong yeah. for him in his mind and then to go back into the squad and not play very well, team not doing very well. But then after all of that, you know, the whole City thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. City, like, it all go wrong. Like, he, he's put his heart really to go mm. and then to mentally go back and be like... Yeah. And then results didn't go very well. He didn't play very well. Everyone was on his back saying, oh, it's a hangover from not going to City. And what he's done is he's just put his head down, worked hard like he always does. And and you see the results. He's a a fantastic goal scorer. He's now Lincoln player. Now he seems like he's, Conte's obviously been a massive factor in that for for me, for him. Like, I think, I even think like Spurs sort of knew and like Daniel Levy's gone, if we're going to keep hold of like Kane and maybe a couple of others, we need to have someone that's going to come in and earn and have that inst- instant respect, instant like, wow, right, we need I to go. I can't see Conte staying though, you know. And, 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 and I'm not even trying to be like funny because the whole Arsenal connection. I can just see that he's come in and he's realised. Yeah. <laughs> well, his interviews is Yeah, it's, it's, they're so brutal. Yeah. It's just like, I've, he's realised it's not what it is and yeah. there was one game, I forgot who they lost to and he's just like, he doesn't Burnley. know. Like, here's that like before me, they're losing. They've come in now, they're losing. I don't like it. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Like, something's got to change. Do you get, yeah. do you get said, what I'm like, saying? Normally, the manager goes. Yeah. Where, something like that. I'm yeah. sure it was Burnley. Didn't they? They beat City and, and then they yeah, lost to Burnley in the next game. Burnley. And he was like, he came out of that interview and was just like, something's going to change. Yeah. We're going to have to speak and we'll have to come out with a solution because. And you're like, wow, like yeah, that's come from. Pack, he's getting ready to pack yeah. his bags, mate. But I think, he, like you said, I think he's come in and a couple of weeks into it, they they still hadn't had that like great results. And he was mm. like, yeah, it's not quite what I thought when I come in. It's going to take a long time and do yeah. this. And he he's obviously got. I think the transfer window because even this transfer window yeah. just gone. They obviously wanted Diaz. He wanted some players didn't yeah. get. You know, they brought in Kivaleski. He looks good. Yeah, Benzema, I like him. Yep. but it's not what he wanted. You can see he's frustrated. So I think the next window. But if he's there, the thing is, Daniel Levy's not he's not stupid. Mm. If you're bringing in Conte, you, you've got to then give him the money to go and spend and build well, his you, team. You put that with Mourinho as well. Yeah, well, I, to a degree, they did, didn't they? Yeah, like with Mourinho, so? a little bit. Like he's He's gone and got players. You know that with Mourinho. Mm. But Conte, I think he, his whole purpose of coming was like, right, you have the effect on these players. You mm. will build a squad. Yeah. And that's what, I think his his uh, Conte's thought was right. Get to the tra- get me to the transfer window. Right now, I can start building. I can get rid of the players I don't like, which I think he did. Mm. I think you can see like it was never going to be like Deli Ali was never going to play for him. 
I don't yeah. think he wasn't his sort of type of player. Just so just his, that one. yeah, but yeah. it was never going to happen for him there. So he's been moved on. Yeah, and then he was like, right, I need to get some players in, and he's got two very good players. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I, I I do like them as well. Yeah, but he was expecting more. Yeah, 100%. and I think he realised that. I think I, I definitely need a f- quite a few more. And if and if I'm going to stay at the end of the season, you need to back me. Yeah, I can't I, I can't see him staying too long after into, into the new season. But we'll see. But before you go, before we wrap up, um, we normally on this podcast ask our guests to give their team of the season so far. Okay. So it's a bit it's a bit awkward when we're only five games in to give your team. Of the yeah, season. that's but true. Yeah. Now that we're you know. A good a good stint in coming up, you know. I think it's only ten games left for a lot of people. Starting from goalkeeper, whatever formation oh, you like. The whole team. Yeah. Ooh. Um I think in recent weeks you'd probably look at Stockdale from hmm? when he's uh, um Oh uh, uh Ramsdale. Ramsdale, Stock, Stockdale. <laughs> that Stockdale play for rolling back the years with yeah, that one. Sorry. I was like, where's he yeah. where's he been playing? Um, so, <laughs> I think yeah, in recent weeks you've got to say that since he's come keeper. in. Ramsdale's been outstanding. Such a good keeper. I, and I think I have to say, I think a few people will raise question marks when he signed him. You, yeah, and me, because you're yeah. like you signed him for a lot of money and you got rid of. Um, no, so Leno's still there. Yeah, so but you were I, like, I was thinking, why are we? My only thing was that why are we spending so much money on a backup goalkeeper <laughs> yeah. when there's other areas we need to yeah. fix. Thirty million for a backup yeah. goalkeeper, but then he came in. He's been he's been fantastic, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I love him so much. Yeah, so I, I think, but it's hard to say that because you got um, Edison. There's clean sheets and everything, but mm. in some ways you're like, has he been tested? Yeah, mm. but Mendy, I'm a massive fan of Mendy. Oh, are you? Yeah, I, like I am. I, like I think he's been exceptional at Chelsea since yeah. he's been there. I really do. Mm. I think at the time when it was like difficult there with goalkeepers, yeah, he'd come in and just steadied it. Bang, that mm. was it. There was nothing. He's so good, so good. So I'd say between Mendy, uh, because also what he's done in the African, African Cup of Nations as well, yeah. uh, him or Ramsdale for me. Okay, on the fence, but cool. No, no, you're not. We're not doing that. We're not doing, you have to pick one. Uh, okay. I'll go full season. I'll go Mendy. Okay, listen. On the fence, not Jay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. What's, what formation are we going with? Oh, um, go four three three. Four three three. Isn't it funny how four three three is just in now? That's yeah. I mean, I was never get... like wing back because I never, I couldn't, I wouldn't be in the team. Yeah, but so. even like four four two is like it's just yeah. Unless you're Burnley, Burnley play. Yeah, I know. I, d- I don't mind that, but no, it's yeah. four three three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right back. Trent. Trent. Okay. Cool. I don't think you can argue with that. I would have Reese James as well. Nah, but um, Trent's played the whole. But he's he's just James. been. He's okay. Doesn't lie. Um, God, you get me now. I've got to start thinking. I don't know. So, or go on. If I know it's your team, go on. Okay, no, go on. Who are you going to say? No, I'm just going to throw a name out there go for you, Cancelo. No, I was going to put him as left back. Okay. Oh yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Just because he, he's played at left him. back. Yeah. Left back, and he's been. He is another one that is just not gone under the radar. But when he signed, mm. he wasn't quite at it. Mm. I would say at City, you just thought, mm, but. No, yeah, he's, he's an he's exceptional so player. So good, so good, so good. I've got him in my fantasy team because he's a joke. Yeah, oh, so good. So right back then, left back. Yeah, centre back. Um, Diaz, Diaz, Van Dyke. 
I don't right. think you can go wrong with them two. Even like him coming back, you have like not question marks, but mm. you just like he just slotted in. I and feel like so as well in the last couple months he's stepped it up like he's, he's yeah he's fully back in his rhythm. I, I agree. I think those mm. first few games you see some of not. I mean, yeah, not no one's ripped him up or done anything mm. like that. But like foot races and yeah, like quick, you just he, mm. he he was not tentative. Yeah, it just wasn't quite in you in the last few weeks. You see, I think it was in the yeah, and yeah. the guys just thought, nah, nah I'm not even trying. No, because I know I'm not getting it. I think it was Martinez. Yeah, no, Martinez. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. but that, that that's what he brings, and he's Ooh. just so composed on the ball. Yeah, um, and also I, I like how he just makes everyone else around him. Yeah. I think he's a massive reason why Trent as well yeah. is is back. You know, playing well. Yeah. I think he struggled last year. So go now three in the yeah. midfield. Um, three in midfield. That is a tough difficult one. one. That is actually a tough one because ooh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think because I'm I'm now I'm like on the spot. I should have pre thought about this. Um, I think it's tough because there's been a lot of good midfielders. This yeah, year. and like consistent mm. is is the one because you got some that are spits and starts that have been ledge yeah. but not played every week. Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Trying to think of like standout ones. Uh, let me throw some out there. Yeah. Go on. Fabinho. No. Um, Gundogan, Rodri, Declan Rice. Oh, yeah. Easy. Declan Rice. Straight okay. in. Declan Rice is in. Holding. Okay. I think, how can you not put Kante in? But again, same mm, same Kante. thing. He hasn't played. Kovacic. Yeah. I, I, I like Kovacic. Nothing. I didn't... I wasn't a huge fan of him to start with. Yeah. I was just like... Mm, what like not what does he do, but mm. that sort of. But then you see him; he's technically brilliant, so like, good. and he's just the way he's played is, is great. But no, I wouldn't necessarily put him in. Mm. Um, it depends, doesn't it? I w- let's go, can I sort of park that and then go okay. straight to the strikers because that. that is yeah. easier. Strikers because you can nest, you could somehow put like uh, Bernardo Silva in there because mm. he's been outstanding. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Good player, good player. Because you could have him in as tucked in good player. Because mm. then you obviously you've got to have Salah because he's been okay. Salah, he's been outstanding all season. Mm. It's hard not to put like Mane in as well. Mane. But I, I, I would, I would put. But I like Saka. I think Saka's done. Oh, I so well. my guy Saka. No, I know. Yeah. But I think he's obviously with the disappointment mm. of the Euros, Euros. as well. Mm. I think he's been. He's the unreal. Arsenal's saving grace this season. He's like, so good. So I'd I'd have to put Saka in there. Do you know what I like about him? Very, sorry, very quickly. With wingers, I felt like it's a dying art where they take players on. Mm. And one v, one v one Saka, yeah. he's a demon. Yeah. I, do you know what? I've just thought of another one, but uh, Mares, I really like. I thought he was going to put, put him in anyway. I, I thought when you said because Mares, I think he's been nice. the standout. Yeah, he's he's so good. Mm. He's just, you know what he's going to do, but you can't get anywhere near him. Yeah, that chop, it's that, just yeah. But it's hard because City they've got so many good players, and he doesn't necessarily play every single week. Mm. So it's it's so difficult. But in that formation, I suppose I'm gonna I, I will have to put Saka in because I think he's done. So Saka, I think he's done well. Salah, Saka, Salah. Um, who's your centre forward really? Not necessarily have to play a centre forward, would you? In that formation, it's funny because when I ask people this, they've the one they normally go for. I'm yeah. not going to tell you yet. I'm not going to make sure is not even a, 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 well. He is not, okay. Yeah. Well, you might as well tell me now. Jota. Yeah. See, I, I, he's done. He's done ex- exceptionally well this season. 
Um, yeah, he has. He has. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, it's so difficult because to put, like, I'd say Declan Rice, yep, yeah, he's your holding midfielder. He's done, ex- like, so well, like, again, getting goals, important games, yeah. driving the team forward. So I'd have him in. Bernardo Silva's been fantastic. Unreal. You could put, you could actually put him in on the right side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're looking at two positions that not necessarily um, have to be out and out central midfielder mm. or or your striker. I think I'm trying to think of fantasy football now to see who would be like decent on the points. Which is poor, really. Um, top strikers in the in the league. I would say, but Kane's not really done it most of the season. He's still a fantastic player, but not Salah, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jota, Mane, Son. I like Son, but tell me he's got eleven goals. Yeah. Wow. He's been. Saving grace for, for Burnley. Didn't know that. Um, so you've got Salah in your team. Maybe, maybe even someone like Phil Foden, just because he's such an exceptional okay. talent. Okay, that's, that's that's different. Okay, false nine. Or, or are we talking Fulls about nine or midfield? Mid. No, oh, I, d- I don't know really. I, you could you could play him anywhere. Yeah, I mean it's very attacking team, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Um, but that's that's what I like attacking team. I. You could have Jota and Phil Foden in there, okay, really, couldn't you? Jota and, and Phil Foden. So. I think uh, for, with Phil, I I just generally feel like he's got everything that could be like the best. He's so good on the ball. He's, like a he's com- got he's that a complete player. Yeah, he's 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 he works hard. He's mm. got great ability. He scores goals. Yeah, he makes assists. Yeah, he's he and he's so young, mm. and he's got that. But that. It's down to him, but I think he's been very well handled by Pep and yeah, City. 100%. Okay, cool. So we're going to go Mendy, Trent, Diaz, Diaz, Van Dyke, Cancelo, Declan Rice, yeah. Phil Foden, no, Declan Rice, Bernardo Silva, yeah, Phil Foden, Salah, Saka, Jota. and Jota. Yeah. I don't think that's too bad, is it? That's a very good team. <laughs> I think we could team. in in big games could get un, undone with the attacking threat. Yeah, that's why you, that's why you put Kante in there, but you didn't do that. <laughs> but yeah, um, okay, cool. Well, no, nah, love for this, um, Matt, man. Honestly, thank you for coming down. I know you've had to come a long way. How long was the journey? Uh probably just over an hour. Ah, okay. Bad. It's not. It's not. It's not. Too Maybe bad. a little bit longer. Yeah. Plus, plus What's the longest you've had to go for like training and stuff like that? Um, well, it depends on what what sort of day. I I I travelled from from like home to Norwich. That was over two and a bit hours. Not not Gosh. every day, but just like a couple of occasions. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's long. That's long, mate. But yeah, okay, cool. But thank you for coming, guys. Yeah. Get the comments in, like, subscribe, share. Um, give them out all the abuse you want. No, yeah. I'm not joking. Don't do that. Thanks, but but um. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. And guys, like I said, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, and we'll be out next time in a bit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs>